There is power in what you say by faith. Today on the Believer's Voice of Victory, Kenneth Copeland teaches you how to take authority over your words. Speak life and declare things by faith. Those words are key to receiving your healing. Healing is not always received. It's always there. Always comes. How do we know that? Because Jesus is always there. I don't care where you are. He's there. I don't care on what mountaintop. He's there. I don't care on in what valley. He's there. I don't care what penitentiary you go into. He's there. I don't care what church you go into. He's there. I don't care what department store you go into. He's there. He's ready to be received. The Bible calls him wisdom and wisdom is flowing in the concourses of the world crying out, Hey, stupid, how long are you going to stay stupid? I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Gloria said to me one time, she said, that's absolutely right. The sun will shine on anybody that'll get out in it. (laughs) You said that, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah, she did. That's good. You know, it'll rain on anybody that'll get out in the rain. The rain doesn't stop and say, what church you belong to? (laughs) No, you're going to get just as wet. You know, there's Baptist wet, Methodist wet. <laughs> Amen. Whoever's out in the rain going to get wet. Whoever will receive it, it's there. That's the way you got born again. I got born again in the living room of our little apartment. Amen. Gloria got born again in the living room of the, the house we lived in that I messed up so bad. Went and caused us to be completely, totally, absolutely busted and I'm out looking for a job and she's sitting in that house on a rented rollaway bed with an old <laughs> ugly, ugly, ugly coffee table I made in shop class. Oh man. And a broke TV. Picture on it about that wide. <laughs> and she picked up, my mother sent me a Bible every birthday. So she, <laughs> she, <laughs> So she's reading an inscription in that, in that Bible that my mother sent. And then she read the scripture that God even takes care of the birds. And she, she, she just said, well, Jesus, take my life and do something with it. And he did. Now she'd never heard the word salvation. She'd never heard the new birth preached. We hadn't been married for six months and I sure wasn't preaching it. But I mean... You know, I was, I was raised in, in Southern Baptist Church. And of course, my mama, my, my mama and daddy raised me right. It wasn't their fault I turned out like, like I did. But, but at least I knew, you know, what you're supposed to do. So now I found a job. We moved out of that place and moved into this furnished apartment. See, she started praying. That happened about two weeks before what happened to me? She's praying. So things are changing. And all of a sudden I got a job. Good job. All of a sudden we found a brand new furnished apartment. Nobody had ever lived in that little apartment. 
You think that wasn't nice coming out of that, off that $6 a month roll away bed? With a little mattress. No, no, you don't even want to go there. And oh, it was wonderful. And we had just moved in there. And I, I flew my first trip for this new company, and I, I flew a man that was an executive with the Arkansas Louisiana Gas Company, and I flew him from Little Rock, Shreveport. His name was Weir. And uh, I got back to our little apartment. Oh, it didn't smell new, you know, and, 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 glory. and hey, we had a paycheck. We had food. <laughs> Amen. I won't go into all that other, but we didn't have food in the other house. We had food. What? Oh, <laughs> I ain't got time to go in. <laughs> the first apartment we had, the first night we were there, the, the train liked to hit the house. <laughs> Boy, you think that's not a rude awakening about three o'clock in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> ah, whoa! And here comes this train. <laughs> and it did, I'm telling you, <laughs> our apartment was the last thing on that street, see? And that train just turned just before it hit the house and went over there and went down south. And the whole house is shaking. <laughs> We're doing much better today. I don't want y'all to think. <laughs> The reason we're doing better today is because of this right here. Hallelujah. And I came in that night and everything was good, man. Brand new apartment and Gloria's in there cooking real food. And uh, my mother had given us a 25 pound sack of potatoes. They didn't know we were in the shape that we were in. And she had been, that's all we had. And, uh, She'd been cutting those potatoes up and putting them in the bottom half of a, a drip of later coffee pot and boiling old potatoes. And we had potatoes for breakfast, potatoes for lunch, potatoes and so. <laughs> this is a new place and no potatoes. <laughs> and, and so, glory to God. Sitting there, Gloria was, was preparing supper and... Uh, I was, I, I walked into the little kitchen dining area there and um, I sat down to put my, I changed, took my suit and everything on, changed my shoes. And uh, one shoe on and the other one about to put it on and I want you to know Jesus came into that room. But now, see, she'd been praying for me for a couple of weeks. I didn't know it. She hadn't said anything to me about any of it. And uh, I shut my eyes. I said, oh, oh, God, oh, God. And I heard these words right in here. If you don't get straightened out with me, you're headed to a devil's hell. I said, I know it. I know it. What do I do? I heard 
my Sunday school teacher's voice. We called her old lady Taggart. That's because she was old and she was a lady. And we called her that to her face and she called herself old lady Taggart. And she wore this little straw hat and she, oh, she was really something. And, you know, in, in Southern Baptist Sunday School, they promote you just like school. That's one reason I didn't like it. It's too much like school, but the reason I didn't like it because I was a heathen. But anyway, <laughs> I heard her voice. See, the seed of her voice was still in my spirit. I heard her voice. Boys, you have to ask Jesus to come into your heart. So I did. And he did. And this terrible, I don't know how to explain it. I've been trying all these years to explain this. The best thing I can say is if you were born in a boiler room and raised there, and suddenly somebody shut the boiler down, it'd be the loudest thing you ever heard in your life, the silence. And it stopped. The war on the inside of me that'd been going on in me since I was nine years old. If I had time, I could tell you the day it started. Oh, my, my. But it stopped. Oh, Jesus. And I was in love with him that very second. And we'd drive down the street and I'd see church steeples. I want to know what kind of church it was. What, you know, just every church looked good to glory in me. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, you know, we're both of us scripturally illiterates, but we liked it. Now, Gloria didn't stay that way long. I mean, she got in that word immediately and she's been in it, you know, ever since. So the thing I'm saying to you is protect this inner man. Your life is in there. The desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. But you don't stay on milk. You're supposed to be growing. This time next year, you ought to be able to use your faith more efficiently than you can tonight. This time next month, you ought to be able to use your faith more efficiently than you can tonight. On purpose, knowing exactly what you're doing, using your faith the way a mechanic uses a tool. It is a spiritual tool for your use. I can prove to you that Jesus called your faith your servant. Your servant. He has given us faith to serve us in the kingdom of God. But that faith is part of the forces on the inside of you and on the inside of me. And it needs to be protected and looked over. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's just stop here and praise God for a moment. Just, just praise him here for me. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Now then, let's go over to Mark, the 11th chapter. Now, we have read God's prescription for receiving healing. And that prescription 
gave us certain elements that have to do with faith. So let's go over to the 11th chapter of of Mark's gospel. And Jesus left Bethany going to Jerusalem and verse 12 on the morrow when they were come from Bethany he was hungry saw a fig tree afar off having leaves he came if happily might find anything thereupon and so forth he, he walked up that fig tree and said no man eat fruit of you hereafter forever and his disciples heard it they went on to Jerusalem now they went into Jerusalem. They were there all day. They left and went back to Bethany. Then the next morning, they're headed back to Jerusalem. As they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. Say roots. That's a very, very important piece of information. Spiritual things are inside out, not outside in. A lot of people have the idea that God is going to minister healing to me like a medical doctor. He's going to do something to this flesh. No, that's what that that came from our outside in environment, the way we were raised, the way we thought. Everything that we needed was somewhere out there and we needed to get it out there and get it in here. And we came into the New Testament with that same idea that God has it all. And somehow or another, I have to get him to bring it in here. When actually he's already transferred it all in here. Come on. All the money you will ever need or ever could want is right in here. Oh, Brother Cooper. Oh, don't all, oh, Brother Cooper. Because Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. So we function in here and our faith goes out there. Your faith will make you whole. But it's inside out. So there, that tree dried up from the roots. Jesus said, have faith in God. The cross reference says, have the faith of God or have the God kind of faith. Jesus has just demonstrated how God uses his faith. It's God's faith to start with. Let's go from here quickly to the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews. I want to show you something here. Hebrews 11. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Not seen. For by it, by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the world's... Now, 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 now look, 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 look. The worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made 
of things which do appear. That, that all, all material things, all matter that came into being when God spoke, light be, light was, were created. They weren't created out of nothing. It didn't say nothing. It said it was created out of a force you can't see. And it was the force of faith. That's exactly what he started this with. You know, that faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now then, so Jesus then used that tree to demonstrate how that faith worked. Same thing happened on the day of creation. God believed it in himself. Huh? He believed it. He could see it on the inside. That's what hope is. That's the inner image built by the word of God. You see yourself well and healed. You speak it and your spirit and your faith will bring it to pass. Because it'll connect with the living spirit of God. Amen. Demonstrating how it worked. And it'll work the same way over your finances. It'll work the same way uh, in other things where you're using faith to change something or faith to receive something. So notice what he said. Have faith in God. My cross-reference says, have the faith of God, or this is the way the God kind of faith works. Now, the reason Jesus brought this up in such detail is because God is a spirit, but so are you, and so am I. We're spirit beings, so we can do everything he said here. We have the spiritual authority. We have the spiritual capacity. We have the, the, the spiritual um, equipment to do the very same thing he does. Now, he, he used his faith and created a universe with it. <laughs> you know, we, you and I might struggle with a BB. <laughs> but it's the same faith. Are you listening to me? It's the same faith. Works the same way. Hallelujah. I mean, that ought to be enough to set you on fire right there. For verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say, Notice how, how important words are. God created using his faith with words. The words were the containers, spiritual containers. Now you think about it. Words carry faith. Words carry fear. Words carry love. Words carry hate. 
the power of death and life are in the tongue. God created the heaven and the earth with words. The scripture says he upholds all things by the word of his power. So we live in a word created, word upheld, word dominated environment. You can't get away from that, my brother and sister. Nobody can get away from it. Every speaking human being on this earth, their entire lives are the result of what they've been saying. Well, I don't know, Brother Copeland. Don't start that. Don't go there. Don't, don't, don't get over into that area. Because when you do, you choke off your faith and you begin to license Satan to operate freely in your life. Amen. Because not knowing about it is no excuse. Particularly in this United States where there's Bibles at Walmart. I mean, come on. And besides that, how many translations are you carrying around in your phone? A bunch, I hope. Amen. (laughs) Glory to God. It's exciting. But that means there's no excuse. So when you find it out, That's what Jesus was talking about. Man doesn't live by bread alone, but every word proceeds out of the mouth of God. That's what we were talking about in the book of Proverbs. Attend to his words. Make his word in first place. Put it in your heart. Meditate on it and speak it out with your mouth. Cause your words, uh, cause your words to do their duty. You were given the ability to speak like God for a reason. You are a free moral agent, and you have the right to choose what words you speak and speak them. Amen. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.